You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Well, hello, Ian Anson Gray here for the ninth bonus episode of the Confident Live Marketing Show as we work towards episode 200 and the fourth anniversary of this podcast. We're delving into the archives and looking at the golden nuggets, those interviews that really excited me and, and just taking those best moments and giving you some of my thoughts. Uh, so these episodes, I'm broadcasting them live, but I pre-record them in advance. We're just doing, I'm just trying a few different things um, because sometimes I think we can get stuck in a rut and sometimes it's good to try different things. As I said last week, sometimes we can be so focused on our strategy that our strategy is set in stone. How flexible are we? How easily can we pivot into something new? Uh, so that's what I've been thinking about uh, recently. But in today's episode, we're going back to kind of, well, I don't know whether it's basics, but today we're going to be talking about two of the different uh, pillars to this podcast. The, the first is, um, well, the first one is mindset and confidence and communication in front of the camera. We're not going to be talking about that today. I will be talking about that in one of these episodes. The second one is the tech and the gear. And we are going to be talking about a little bit of that today uh, when it comes to microphones, because I've got Michelle Levitt from Heil Microphones. The microphone that I'm using today is the Heil PR40. I love it. And she is from Heil and she's going to talk about the differences between different microphones like the Heil PR40 and 30. These are dynamic microphones, but she's also going to talk about shotgun microphones, which might be something that you want to consider as well. I'm actually going to be, as well as having this dynamic microphone, I'm going to have um, a shotgun microphone as well, which is, will be out of camera, which is more for um, my video work. So I've got Michelle, but I've also got Isabella Russell, who is the CEO of Music Radio Creative, who is married to another guest who's been another guest on the show uh, recently, Mike Russell. Uh, and Mike Russell is Mr. Audio. He's very technical. He talks about Adobe Audition a lot. Uh, he's also really knowledgeable about video. But his wife, um, Isabella, is awesome. And she really knows her stuff when it comes to audio branding. Uh, Isabella really helped me with the 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 introduction to this podcast and the outro if the the voiceover the music all of that her company music radio creative puts together so we're going to be talking i'm going to ask her or i did ask her all about how you can brand your podcast and and just audio branding in general it's not something we tend to think about very often um but let's uh talk to michelle uh, michelle levitt from Heil sound and i wanted to talk to her about what a shotgun microphone is, because there's lots of different types of microphones. There's the lapel microphone, dynamic microphones, condenser microphones, and shotgun microphones. And particularly for video, I think shotgun microphones may, are maybe something to consider. Uh, but do you get the same kind of sound? So uh, yeah, let's go back to Michelle. So it's great that you brought up a shotgun mic, because that brings up the type of polar patterns. So a shotgun mic is a type of polar pattern, and a polar pattern is the area of which a microphone picks up audio. So I showed you just a second ago that the, my microphone does not pick up audio out here, right? So a shotgun mic is designed, I'm gonna use this PR40 here. A shotgun mic is designed to pick out audio like way out front from the microphone. So its polar pattern is essentially like a big oval, like a really skinny oval. And so whatever you point it at, that's what it's gonna pick up audio 
But the catch is any sound that's entering in that almost like laser beam of audio is also going to be picked up. If you're shooting a movie or something like that where you want like the sound of a coffee cup being set down, then that's a good idea because, you know, you're going to get all that ambient sound as well, just not quite as focused as the thing you're directing it at. Yeah, there are a lot of applications where you could use a shotgun mic. Like the lav mic we were talking about is what's called an omnidirectional microphone. That means it's going to pick up audio pretty much like all the way around the microphone. And that's to get nice, even audio if you're somebody that moves your face a lot while you're talking. And then this microphone and the one you're using, so the one you're using is a cardioid pattern. So it's just right here in front. And the one that I'm using is a super cardioid, which is even a little bit tighter of a pattern, which is why I'm so close to my microphone. It's one of those things you really have to understand all these technical concepts to really know what kind of microphone that you need. Yeah. So do you know your do you know your polar patterns when it comes to microphones? A little bit technical, but really important. And I think a lot of people don't really think about this. You know, to be, to be quite honest, I think a lot of people just go on. Does it look nice? And my microphone, I I really like it. It looks lovely. But you know what? It sounds great. Now I have the Heil PR forty microphone, which has a cardioid. Polar pattern, it means it picks up just like a heart shape just in front of my microphone. Uh, but because that has to be really close up to me, uh, it's in order to pick my sound up, it's on, it's in shot. So if you're watching this video, you'll see the microphone bang on in shot. Now, that's okay because I quite like that. And I've got my little microphone flag at the top to have a bit of branding. Uh, but not everyone is going to like that. So for you, you might prefer to have... Uh, like a condenser microphone like the Blue Yeti. Uh, and you can have that further away from you. But the problem with that is it will pick up a lot of the background sound. That's why a good halfway house is a shotgun microphone. And that will pick up like almost like a laser beam straight in front of the microphone. Now, so the advantage with that is it's out of shot. Uh, but you, you've got to be careful because it's if you go too far to the left or to the right, it's not going to pick you up. If you start, um, I don't know, you put a coffee cup down and that's in the beam, it's going to pick that clicking sound or, or whatever of, of, of the coffee cup. So you just got to be careful about that. So I'd love to know from you, what type of microphone are you thinking about getting? Are you thinking about getting like a dynamic microphone like this, a condenser microphone? By the way, condenser microphones, uh, so you, they're, they're either like the Blue Yeti or you can get some really high-end ones and uh, they can be really, really good, but you have to have a really good treated, audio-treated room for that. So anyway, let me know what you think. Okay, let's go to Isabella now, and let's talk about audio branding, because this was so interesting. I hadn't really thought about audio branding. Uh, well, I had Phil uh, Phil Pallon on the show uh, a few weeks back. I can't remember now, probably about a month or so back, and we were talking about branding uh Branding in general, but but not audio branding. So we tend to think about branding in terms of logos and colors and, and the visual. But what about audio? So uh, let's uh, go back to Isabella. So if you want to start with audio branding and you might not be at the stage where you are quite ready to work with a company because you may just not quite yet know where you want your branding to go. And that's actually quite common. Believe me, yeah. that's actually a lot of people are at the stage where they know they need something 
they're not quite sure what it should be yet and where to start. They don't quite want to invest in full on branding because they're like, what if things change in two months down the line as I start broadcasting my ideas might take a slightly different shape or form. So the best way to really start, if you wanted to start with branding, which I always recommend because I think that it is important that you have something like having nothing is i don't know if somebody served you pancakes but with nothing no toppings on top the pancakes <laughs> might be really good but if there's no topping you felt like oh, something is missing Thanks, you man. kind of wonderful you wonderful dish right <laughs> with lots of sprinkles and cream and maybe syrup golden syrup on top and strawberries and all of that so this is what <laughs> branding is <laughs> but if you want to start somewhere have start off with finding a piece of royalty free music track and that you really like something that really appeals to you maybe represents part of your character charisma or just in some way feels like it represents what you do and start with that and then you can always shape it into more refined branding later on but have that little something to start with if you wanted to go full in work with us so there are different ways we work and again it just depends on where you sit in terms of knowing what you want and how you want it done. So there are some clients who come to us and they're like, actually, I know exactly what I would like. I would like a voiceover. Here is the script. That's what I wanted to be said. So let's start working from there. So we would jump in and make suggestions as to, okay, let's use music like that or maybe let's not use music in some branding it might be suitable to just not use music at all and then we would create it from there the process is very simple there are some people who want to have in-depth branding analysis this is where we will go much deeper in we have a set of i believe it's 15 or 20 different branding questions they really help us to understand who your audience is, who are we targeting, what is the product or the service that you offer, or what is your brand essentially, how you want to be perceived and how you want people to think about you when in general listening in, what kind of feelings there should be and all of that. So we will do deep branding analysis and based on that, we will come up with the scripts. We will write the scripts. If say if it's a podcast, it would be intro and outro and some elements in between as well. We will come up with suggestions for what music may be suitable for this, what voice artists would be better placed to record it. So we will do a full recommendation based on your answers. So that's like the full pancake with all the toppings, <laughs> but you can choose a smaller version of it if you are a little bit more certain as to what you would like and how you would like it. <laughs> I'm getting hungry now. It is it is coming up to lunchtime here as I record this and pan talk of pancakes. Mm. I'm a bit of a savoury pancake guy, but enough of that. Have you thought about your audio branding? What would reflect your personality? And this is something it, I'm actually thinking about at the moment. Uh, as I look at potentially rebranding uh, this podcast and live show, I've always tried to get it to reflect my personality. You know, we, we use our uh, my, my family and my kids at the end uh, saying together we go live and I, I quite like that I, I want a bit of quirkiness I want a bit of um, fun as well so but maybe that's not your personality maybe you're more of a kind of serious person think about the kind of music that you might use to reflect that and, and the voice and the energy as well and actually that's a really important thing when it comes to the energy of your show in general although I've always been a big believer in what I call heightened authenticity, that you do need to put more energy into it. 
don't be af- don't be ashamed of who you are. So if you are full of energy, you're a very highly energetic person. Don't tr- don't try and kind of calm that down on 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 camera. Just be you. Uh, and if you're quite a a quiet person then you might want to raise the level a little bit because on camera what tends to happen is for particularly for people who, like us you might you might not think I'm I'm low energy but I'm a I'm a bit more of a chilled out guy but I do put a little bit more energy into um the way I deliver in front of the camera because the camera is this energy sucking device it tends to suck our energy away from us so something to think about there anyway um yeah, that was really helpful. Uh, really helpful. I, I'm glad I listened to that again. And, and thinking about audio branding, that's really helping me as I move forward. What are your ideas on that? I'd love to hear from you. Well, let's go back to Michelle for the final part of that interview. And she's going to talk about, this is again, going back to more technical side of things between different microphones. We've talked about the different polar patterns. Uh, now we're going to talk about the differences between these two microphones, the Heil PR30 and the PR40. Now, I've actually got both microphones. My son seems to have nicked my PR30. He's using that downstairs. Um, It's a really nice microphone. However, I've always enjoyed my PR40. So if you're not, you might not be thinking about specifically about these particular microphones, but this conversation might help you in finding or picking the best microphone for you. I'm just trying to find the button here. There's too too many videos, but uh, here we go. Here's the interview. So, in terms of for live streaming, you've got a PR30. I've got a PR40. I'm just first of all interested in your. Why do you go for a PR30, and why would somebody go for a PR40? So, for me, when I'm doing video stuff, or especially when I'm doing a podcast, I want to sound just like me. So that when you meet me in person at Podcast Movement or PodFest or whatever, that I don't sound off. So my goal always with my audio is to sound as much like myself as possible. So that this is actually a great question. So I'm going to throw in some more tech talk for you. So every microphone has a frequency response. And the frequency response is the range of frequencies that any particular microphone can capture. Frequency responses are tailored. And what that means is there's usually a little bump in the frequency response in the two to five kilohertz range. So when you look at a frequency response on like a manufacturer's website, you should be looking for a little rise in the response in that area. It doesn't have to be insane or anything, but just so long as it's not like a flat response. That means the microphone is going to sound very articulate on the human voice. That is where articulation lies in the frequency response of the human voice. So what happens in a microphone like the 30 versus the 40 or any of our other microphones is that they all have unique frequency responses. And the frequency response is actually impacted by a lot of things. It's impacted by the distance of the microphone element to the end of the microphone. So take a a microphone like the Shure SM7B is a very popular microphone. It is actually the same microphone element as an SM57, but if you look up their specs online, they look very different because the housing of a microphone can greatly change how it sounds. So the difference between a 30 and a 40 is that the 40 has a little more low end and it has a little boost in the low end. So it gives you that warm traditional broadcast sound where a 30 is not does not have that low end boost the same way and it has a little more mid-range presence so for my voice it just sounds more like me and that's what i'm going for with my audio is to just sound very natural 
Isn't that fascinating? So yeah, that was a little bit technical. You know, talking about frequency responses, and I hope you you stayed with with Michelle there. Um, but at the end of it, I think what I got from that is authenticity. You know, I think so often we're wanting to enhance ourselves, and that's not wrong. But you know, how happy are you with your own voice? And do you want to have when people meet you in real life? Do 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 they want to not? Do you want them to be not surprised um, when they hear your voice because you sound exactly the same the way um, they hear you on on the podcast? And that is definitely what I want. I I do want to enhance things in terms of I do want to get rid of noise, background noise, uh, and I do want this to be a pleasurable experience when you listen to this or watch this. Um, but it's very much a personal thing. And so for, for, for me, the PR40, uh, I think, sounds great. It, it doesn't, it, I think this makes me sound like me. Um, but the PR30, I think, sounds, for, for Michelle, she prefers that sound. It makes her sound more authentic as well. So do think about that. You know, we're always, and, and this is particularly the case when it comes to visual, we're always trying to make ourselves look better or, you know, sound better. But how much of ourselves are we wanting? Are we willing to put forward the authenticity side of things is so, so important. So I think this has been a really interesting episode. We talked about branding and we've talked about how you put yourself across and your personality. And we've also talked about um, technical side of things when it comes to microphones, but we've also talked about authenticity as well. So although we've been talking about you know, the marketing side of things with branding, that's my third pillar, and we talked about the tech, which is my second pillar, there's actually a bit of mindset going on here too. So you can see how they all come together. Well, out of time again, uh, short episodes as I always try and make these um, into, uh, but I will be back next week with another bonus edition of this podcast. I hope you're enjoying these. I'd love to hear from you. Please don't be shy. As I do think about rebooting this podcast, I'd love to hear from you. So uh, I do have a survey at iag.me forward slash survey. I think that's right. I'll have to double check that. Anyway, iag.me forward slash survey, I hope is, is, is the URL for that. But just get in touch with me. My email address is ian at iag.me and I'd love to hear from you. But I think that's it. Yeah, that is it for this week. And until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of Confident Live Video. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for watching the Confident Live Marketing Show with Ian Anderson Gray. Make sure you subscribe at iag.me forward slash podcast so you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, see the loo.